0: Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 38.
1: Okay, Lauren, this is the sleep episode. Yes, the long awaited. I know, <laughs> right. We're 38 episodes in, and I cannot believe we haven't done an episode on sleep training. I know. You are the
0: expert here, so this is like perfect.
1: It's pretty crazy. I'm not an actual expert, but I feel like I am a little bit of a self-proclaimed sleep guru. Yeah, so, yes, always been my uh, guru. Yeah, so anyway, um, let me give you a little rundown of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, in case you don't live on planet earth. Disney plus has dropped. (laughs) I know everyone's talking. (laughs) I know it's like such the hot topic. So I think Lauren brought like a fun little game for us to play around that and then we're gonna hit on Thanksgiving. Um, It's right around the corner. I know
0: it's here and we just need to give it a fighting chance because everyone has moved right on to Christmas. I know, like, I, and
1: myself included. Right?
0: And yeah, Thanksgiving is upon us. I know.
1: It's so great. true. Which yes, totally. We will get into that, and then yeah, then we're gonna are going to jump right in into um, our top tips, I guess, on sleep training. We're not going to get too bogged down into the details, but more like a high level. Um, overview of kind of what we both did. Don't you think we kind of? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Both did the same mm -hmm.
1: process, I would say. Um, And I understand sleep is a very controversial subject. And a lot of people lots of
0: opinions. Yeah,
1: they get very heated about the subject. So in no way do we think like this is a one size fits all. Absolutely not. But we're just going to share what worked for us. And maybe you can take it and apply it to your situation. And come away a little better from yeah it. okay totally um and then we will end up wrapping the episode up as always with our hits and misses of the week yes <laughs> okay um all right tell us what disney plus is i know i'm so excited disney i don't have plus. it
0: yet i know you don't i i did um join the many i mean it was like i think t- 10 million subscribers in like the first few days oh, i forget the stats but it's like crazy now wow so yeah it's 6.99 a month or um $70 a month or 6 90 a year, excuse me, $70 a year. Yeah. And so I think fair in price, but you know, everything starts at this price. I know. I feel like Netflix started at 7 bucks a month and now, you know, it's up into the teens. And so we'll see, but you do get a lot for that. Um, you have access pretty much to almost the whole Disney vault, which is
1: wow.
0: unbelievable. And does that include Star Wars? Yep. Every does Star it? Wars movie is on there. Every, um, a lot of Marvel movies are on there. Wow. Um, and just a lot of old classics too. Um, just things I haven't seen in years. There's some great Mickey Mouse um, like shorts and classics. Oh cute. Um, I just saw like Pluto's Christmas Tree. Did you ever see that no. short where Chip and Dale run up the Christmas tree? Pluto's chasing them and it, they, they like play with the ornaments. It's like something I vividly remember from when I was a kid. Oh. And so I just haven't seen that. Like, where would I find that? Like in oh, years. Yeah. And not even that, not even find it. Like I can't, I, I wouldn't even know what to call it. But then there they right. are. And you just trigger all these little memories. It's oh so fun. Gosh. So I, yes, I wrote up some this and that. And I want to see what you would prefer because seriously, you just have such an array from all the classics and the old originals to disney channel originals that we grew up on watching on the disney channel couldn't wait for that friday night movie to premiere kind of like today's high school musical (laughs) or descendants but they had so many cool ones back then yes even to like the old shows we used to watch so and all the new stuff which is great and I need to mention they have new shows and movies made just for Disney Plus. Oh, so right on that note, I'm going to give you the first this and that, and that is um, for the Disney Plus originals, and that is Noel, which is starring Anna Kendrick and um, Bill Heater from um, oh, Heather cute. Heater from Saturday Night Live, um, and it's a really cute Christmas movie cute. about being Santa Claus and Santa Claus' sister. Oh. Or Lady and the Tramp, a live action with the dogs, real Lady and the Tramp. it's just come out. Noel, Noel, this and that. I I can't wait to watch that. I actually yeah. thought it was going to theaters, and so it looks really good. Yes. Um, okay. Brink or Xenon? Oh,
1: that's hard. <laughs> oh my gosh, because I have such a crush on both, but I in know. very different ways. I know. I know. <laughs> I would have to say, based on number of times I've viewed it, Xenon. I know, but Xenon. I loved Brink. Brink was a good one. That with, cutie, with Eric Van Hess, uh, Van uh-huh. Hess or
0: something. He was a cutie pie. Okay, Tail um, Tailspin or Darkwing Duck. Did you watch either of those? No, I didn't. I know that I can sing the jingle. I or know, the, in your mind. Yeah, yeah. I know. I can't. I liked Tailspin. I loved that. I like was, with um, Baloo and like all the like little
1: guys. Yes, I liked. Tailspin. Okay. I don't, I don't know him enough to That's make okay. a choice. That's
0: all right. So would you do Marvel or Star Wars? That's so hard. So
1: hard. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Especially oh. for Sarah because I know she likes... Like a, that's lot. so hard. I almost would have to say Marvel. Marvel, and only reason I say that is just because they've taken it down so many roads. I know. Oh well, and they're only doing more. Right. Like they have so many.
0: Like they're even having shows spin off yeah. of it. Like a Loki show is coming. Oh my gosh, a like TV series. Yeah. Like, well, uh, love that. a Disney Plus series. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay, so this is kind of a random one, but Muppet Babies or Mickey and the Roadsters? Muppet Babies. And Muppet Babies goes back to us too. Well, Mickey too. I mean, they're both my kids love refreshed throwbacks that are so fun. Um, Okay. I wonder if you've seen both of these Newsies or Willow? Have you ever seen Willow? Willow? Oh
1: my gosh. I didn't think you would have. Let me raise my hand. Yes. I've never seen Newsies. Ah! you what is wrong with you I know you mention it at least once a oh, year and I've
0: never you have to go watch Newsies I knew you probably hadn't seen Willow but I was like oh she's had to have seen Newsies no. oh my gosh movie night guys I, I love know. Newsies so much I know. George my husband would pick Willow like he thinks Willow's like the best you once you watch Willow you'll just die at this too because it's about these like dwarfs oh gosh and um they save a, a like a real human baby so the baby's like huge and they like the little dwarfs like carry the baby around and then he this sounds so creepy they grow up and they have to fight off kind of the snoop supernatural um um what is his name oh my gosh Iceman from top gun you know who oh val about. kilmer val kilmer i want to say yes val val kilmer is the bad guy in the movie it's like old school 80s oh you my gosh died. funny so anyways okay parent trap original parent trap with Haley again yes. whatever yeah, her, her name mills. is Haley mills there we go Parent Trap or Pollyanna with Haley Mills? No, Parent Trap. Have you seen Pollyanna? No. Oh, that's also another classic. But I loved Parent, Parent Trap. Trap with Haley Mills. So cute. They're both on there, the new and the old. It's just so fun. So those are just the handful. So we literally have gone through all the to the TV shows, the originals, the classics, and
1: yeah, you have Star Wars, Marvel. It's just all on there. It's so fun, you guys. That's so check incredible. It out. Yeah. And do you feel like you've had any problems with the streaming?
0: No, I have not. But funny enough, my sister-in-law called me and said she was having... And like, you know how Disney has all these shorts that they make now before the movies? All those are on there. And they were watching one of the shorts and they couldn't like push like replay, like play it again. Like once it had finished, like it wouldn't play again interesting she's like have you had an issue and i was like no so i huh. don't know well it's yeah. been great i'm gonna have to check it easy, out. easy user-friendly it's great so
1: i think i'm just like hesitating because i already have like three oh, I subscriptions i know i know plus just a satellite on. bill i know and i'm like do i really sign up for a fourth streaming service i know and
0: it's you do stupid. have the disney channel right now i don't have the disney channel so there is some pros and cons maybe hold off and uh. maybe maybe get rid of cable down the line and then add it on yeah. i know I know. I know. It's crazy. crazy. Well, yeah. Like I had said earlier, I just feel like diving into the holidays. Thanksgiving has been just so overlooked. Like, just pass on by. We're just going to grab a turkey leg and go on to Christmas. Like, it is like, no one really cares about this poor holiday right now. And I just feel like more so this year than ever.
1: I know. I don't I know. know what's up. Like, Well, when you walked in the door today, my pumpkins are packed up on yes, my counter. Yes. <laughs> my Christmas and your tree beautiful, is like up.
0: Yes. And you. she has her beautiful Christmas tree all set and oh. it looks gorgeous. But yeah, it's crazy. I feel like, but I, you're not alone. I feel like everyone is on the wavelength of, and even here in Arizona, they literally started playing Christmas music like November 1st. Yeah. And usually, I do think
1: that's a little aggressive. Usually it's right
0: around my birthday on the 14th. So mid month, but this year it's been right off the bat. And it's like, I feel like even the shopping deals are pressing earlier, like yeah, jump on early, Black Friday early, like a week ago, like here it's coming today. like And it's like everything's just bumping sooner and sooner. Yeah, no,
1: you are right about that. I remember thinking to myself just a couple days ago, like why are they calling it Black Friday deals? It's not Black Friday right now, but I feel like I'm seeing all these early daily deals coming it's, out. Yes. Like Target has a daily deal. Like all Amazon has a daily deal. Like, and I'm like, this is stressing me out. It, like, it,
0: and it is. That's the truth of the matter. It kind of is just stressful. It's opening the floodgates of like, everything. And you're just feeling like, Oh, am I missing something? I got to get on it. Oh, oh, oh. When it was like, Oh, let's just enjoy November. I know. Weather, you know, off the candy high and all of that. But now it's just like diving into the next. Oh so my gosh. I don't know, you know, however you are in your little world, like if you're pumping the brakes or like full on welcome Christmas, I mean, neither is wrong. I do agree that it's fun. You go to so much effort to decorate in the tree and all of it. It's like fun to enjoy it a little bit longer because yeah. it is December just flies by and you just hardly get your stockings up and you're taking them down. Yeah. So it's like, I do get that, but it's so crazy.
1: In my defense, the reason why we did it this weekend is next weekend. We're going to Texas for Thanksgiving. And I really wanted the tree up for when we get home. On the thirtieth or whatever, I want our elf to be here, yeah, and to be on the tree, absolutely. And so to like kick off the holiday season, oh, totally. And so I know I felt silly doing it too, but I no, was but like, if I, I have had no other tree. tree, if I had a fake tree,
0: I've we've always my family's always done um, a real tree, right? If I had
1: a fake tree, I would
0: probably get it up the week or two before Thanksgiving. I probably yeah. really would. And it's weird. I feel like Thanksgiving to me in the last few years has become like, the opening day of Christmas. Like, it's just, like, the kickoff meal, the fun and excitement to just, like, welcome in the holidays. But there is, like, some real goodness about true Thanksgiving (laughs) to enjoy. Stop and enjoy it. I have just, like, a few ideas of things that kind of maybe some traditions or fun new things to, like, instill on your day because I just definitely think we need to, like, appreciate it for what it is. I agree. So, um, I feel like, um... Some people love to do turkey trots. Have you ever done a turkey cute. trot?
1: Oh, No, I haven't. Um,
0: George, my husband, has always woken up and gone and played and done a pickup football game with his old buddies and that has been like standard. And sometimes when they were little we'd go watch or depending we'll go sit and watch and it's just it's that's funny cute. as we're getting older and older it's probably more and bigger effort to like go out and play right. r- rigorous football again. But they just love to do a pickup football and I can appreciate that getting active and I think a turkey trot is so fun too. And Our- that's, that's a run, right? Yes. I mean, it's like a 5k usually so like three and a half miles or so um some involve bikes or just running or just a family run or whatever but I actually think me and my family is going to try to take that on this year because just to like you know our community is doing it and I was like that would be fun and it's like it feels good to go kind of get active before you stuff your face all day Uh, right so and it's usually all, all of this either football or run turkey trot takes place by like 8 or 9 a.m. So then yeah. you have still plenty of time to like get ready for the yeah. day. I love so, that. So I don't know. Just an idea or look around your community. I bet someone's putting one on if it's your church or school or whatever. I think that's fun. Or get the family together and go play football. Even moms and dads, kids and all, like whatever. So cute. Um, So another kind of fun, active activity, which is funny, my mom started about a year or two ago now is, um, I, I am actually marking this name. It's, I called it, I don't even think she had a name. I think she called it the human pinata, but I'm calling it tackle the turkey. Yes. Yes. So, um, George was the Guinea pig to this, or I should say the turkey for this year or two when we started and what my mom did is she made a shirt and like glued on with super glue or not no not super yeah, glue, hot, glue. hot glue gun. With like little mini candy bars. And so he wore this shirt and he just ran around. And the kids just like tried to keep up with them, tackle them, grab a sleeve, grab the it was tail. Hilarious. End and grab um uh, a candy off of it and then at the very end they all kind of mauled them and they just got to pick off you know five yeah. or six pieces of candy and it was just fun it was super entertaining to watch oh my god and I think you could really get carried away with it and be fun and maybe find like a turkey shirt or costume and deck it out and then just chase the turkey so what did you call it them. again I could, I said tackle the
1: turkey tackle the turkey because literally
0: at the end of the first year we did it my dad literally went up and just grabbed him and like threw him down with them, and then all the kids just like jumped on top it was like That's a dog pile so cute so it, it was was cute, so that was fun, and actually, I've seen a family uh, or two do it since, so it's kind of been a fun one to That's do. That's cute. Um, so another thing, two things that we did growing up, and um, I thought would be cool is, of course, it's a day about appreciation. So, I mean, and kind of if maybe you can give back, of course, when we were younger, we would make these little turkey um, M&Ms, like a little netting, uh, wrap them, and it had a turkey gobbler come out the top with googly eyes. And it was something simple that we could all make out of like all ages. Yeah, And so my cousins and I would just make dozens of them and then we put them in a box and we just drove down to the homeless shelter as a family and some years they would be like oh go pass them out and we'd literally walk the tables and give them give them to little kids and stuff and they just thought they were so cute and fun some other years we just like dropped the box and they took care of them or whatever but it was just really fun and it was fun to make them it's a simple craft and then it was fun to know that we could go kind of pay it forward on thanksgiving to people that don't have as much or you know down at the homeless shelter so We really love that. And then um, about a year or two ago from my kids, my mom brought in um, this idea for kind of like a little, she had a name for it. And I texted her, I couldn't remember what she called it, but like um, it was a little um, kind of to-go kit that we just were supposed to leave in our car. So we had four or five of them for maybe a homeless person or someone less fortunate we come across asking for money or food. You had it in your car ready to go and in the bag, it was like a big Ziploc. It was a water bottle. It was um, kind of like those to-go tuna tuna and cracker cans, a granola bar, a fresh pair of socks. Oh, I love that. Like I think a few Band-Aids and then like even for our church, kind of like a... A missionary card like yeah. the reason for the season come yeah. under christ type thing kind of a missionary opportunity for our family but also just being able to give back and help and and in in those times you want to give a dollar or you wish you could get them food or you don't even know the circumstance but this way you know you're helping you don't have to judge or wonder yes. you can just give them fresh water a fresh pair of socks and, and it's in the bag, in the trunk, ready to go. And oh. you can just even say, kids roll down the window, grab one. And they just oh. grab it and it's set to go. So we each that. made four or five. And I think that year we also colored some pictures and like just slid them in there to oh. hopefully make them smile. Yeah. And so it was just ready to go. And in through the holiday month too, in the new year, you just had them and you were able to kind
1: of, again pass on i'm doing that i love that idea so you're saying a gallon ziploc bag yep a gallon ziploc you would put those couple things in
0: two or three you know non-perishable food items whatever you think that they can just snack on and eat And then a fresh pair of socks, like good pair of like band-aids good. band-aids. And And then maybe, you know, the kids can draw pictures. And I mean, you could add and take away any of those things. I mean, there's a lot you could do. And it's just kind of almost like a little emergency kit for them um, for that day and have it in your car ready to go. So you just can pass it on. Oh, that's
1: genius. I love that. I'm good. Just some
0: ideas. I mean, and you know what I bought, um, we're gonna get ready to write Santa. And I bought this little pre made set at Target. And I loved the very first thing on the top was Dear Santa, kind of like a fill in, you know, write, write what right. you like. And the first thing on it was I am grateful for. And oh. I thought that was so cool because I mean, it's so easy to be like, I want, I want, I want on our Christmas list. But to remind the kids, let's, you know, show Santa what we appreciate. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. a bigger picture and let's show our gratitude. We already are so blessed. So if Santa can give us anything else, we'd be grateful. Oh, I so love So I thought that was really cool too. So even as this time comes and we're getting ready to write those, I think, hey, push that on. Let's tell Santa what we're grateful for. We're so lucky to have all these things. Yes. So Oh, I love
1: that. Anyways. Good there job we go. with the content. Oh, that was just like a love ramble that. fest. But you no. know, you
0: guys make Thanksgiving special. I think yes. those are just some
1: fun things that we try to incorporate. I love that. And be sure if you have any really good traditions that you want to share with us, we'll put it out there on social. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Thanksgiving such like a, we were talking like even just simple things like between football
0: and eating yeah. and like just family time. But it's like fun to have like extras for the kids. The kids right. can kind of get restless when dads want to watch or we're eating and cooking all cooking all day to have these little extra things like one mom slip out and let's make these kits together. Right. Let's color pictures for the kids, or let's, you know, let's make this little craft and we're going to go take it down on yeah. our way tonight
1: so it's like you could do just so many little extra things genius I love it okay well let's switch gears to sleeping sleep training
0: yes oh Oh, I can use a nap right now though (laughs) it is a Sunday afternoon a great time for a good nap
1: (laughs) I know I actually did get a nap this afternoon which I never do and yeah, I'm still like kind of foggy. So know. come out. I need to come out of it. Um, Okay. So we are going to talk sleep training. So let's see, Lauren. We have about 25 minutes. Okay. okay. We're I, gonna, she could
0: go on for three hours. I if really she could. To, guys.
1: It's a true story. And I was like really debating like what approach I was going to take with this. Because like we said in the the jump, like it is a very debatable subject. Some people are hardcore sleep training. Some people are very, what, like free. They don't like the restriction of the schedules, like all of the things. So again, we are just going to kind of share what our experiences were. We've had seven kids between us. Um, yep. I feel like pretty much we did this method that yeah. I'm going to outline with yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um. And what I really do love about the like system that I found is that I feel like I have three very different children, very different needs, everything. And I feel like it has served me very well with all of them. Right. Like, so my daughter is seven now and I feel like she still is very good about sleeping and going yeah. to bed and staying in her bed and like all of it, you know what I mean?
0: And believe it or not, when my, um, it, it the fact, yeah, that it's just, it lasts for so long. They're such solid sleepers for, it like projects forever. Right. Like my preschool teacher, she did this system and no joke, she could count on it. Whereas like she could teach preschool and know that her daughter would nap the first session of preschool in the morning and then in the afternoon. And then therefore she even started babysitting for me when she was yeah. like 12, 13 and stayed up till eight or nine for her was hard because oh she gosh. was still so used to just kind of an early set bedtime. And so she was such
1: a solid sleeper even into her, like her teen years right. because of like this practice. Right. So it is, it's so effective. It's so effective and so- I am going to talk a little bit about just the schedule. So this whole thing is going to be very based on a schedule. Okay. Yeah. And I think it is really embracing that you either are going to kind of embrace the schedule method or you're not. And so if you're not a schedule person, this might not be hugely like beneficial for you. But I do feel like if you think it would give you some And in a weird way, the schedule gives you flexibility. It gives you the freedom. Right. The schedule, even though you feel like
0: tied down to certain things, in a weird way, it's giving you so much more freedom.
1: Yeah. And it's such a weird thing to say out loud because it sounds restrictive, but it's like when you're able to know, like you said- Okay, I am going to be home from 9 to 11. And then we have a three-hour break where we get to go do our stuff. And then I get to put the baby down in the afternoon. And I have those three hours to myself. Yes. You know what I mean? And like there is so much predictability that comes with right. it. You and know, you can kind of plan some- yes. for something
0: or cleaning or even your own nap yeah. or your own break.
1: That's like, that's huge. Yes, it is huge. Okay, so there's three books that I really read when I was a young mom or a mom starting out that i've kind of like developed my whatever method system whatever you want to call it and those three books are on becoming baby wise which a lot of people love and a lot of people hate yeah, right you love it or hate it almost <laughs> exactly um healthy sleep habits happy child which is super popular been around for ages and then the last one is um the wonder weeks okay the wonder weeks is a newish book i don't think it's been out as long but it's a really interesting read for when your baby hits like growth spurts and um it's a good troubleshooting book yeah i feel like when you're doing everything the other books say you you know you're towing the line you're you're doing the schedule but they're still waking up crying and they're not going to bed easy the Wonder Weeks comes in there. I know Sarah would pop up with her. Yeah, well, we're on a Wonder Week. So we're on a of Wonder having Week. Kind a
0: harder week this week. I <laughs>
1: <No. laughs> <Eye> roll. <laughs> she,
0: no, no, no. But she, but she always count on that. She it's knew, so weird. It was like, and it was like by the cl- like on the yeah, clock. She it's was weird. like, oh
1: my gosh, by the day, it's like really here. It's really weird. So okay, so let me kind of start out first by saying um, number one, and we both agree on this. With any sleep training, don't even think about it for the first six to eight weeks. Like, enjoy that baby. Oh, yeah. Soak up all of those little snuggles and little and gurgles. And no they're sleeping like
0: 95% of their day,
1: anyways. Yeah. So that's
0: just what they need. And that's what you need to kind of get your yeah.
1: rest. Enjoy that. Absolutely. Like, do all the skin to skin you want. Like, you know, feed that baby as much as he needs and all of it. You know what I mean? Really take that time to bond. With your baby, I feel yeah. like because they change so much, so fast by eight weeks, don't you agree? Oh yeah. Oh, even my ne- little my little nieces, like my
0: sister had twins, and they are like exactly like eight, maybe nine weeks almost, and they've doubled in size. Yeah. and they their facials and they're just like all of it. They yeah. they look different. it's yeah. crazy.
1: It's incredible, like how much those first couple months, they really do change. So that's my number one rule. And more than anything, you're
0: in survival mode at that point. You are literally recovering. You are hurting. You are exhausted. You are just like figuring out all the little quirks and and things. So you kind of need to give yourself a little bit of a breather before you really jump into like some sort of regimen and like working on it. So
1: it's like a nice just window. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. And then number two, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I very much want to reiterate it here is just consistency. So when you go into sleep training, you really need to be decided upon what you want to do and be consistent. And I've said the term before, um, begin as you mean to go, but like, so start out with the result that you want and like stick with it. You know what I mean? Like When you hit the growth spurts, when you hit the 45 minute nap intruder, like all of it, just be consistent and it will work for you. Right. You can't like let those little growth spurts or those days where they're just off, like discourage you so much. Keep it consistent, toe the line and it will work for you. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Number three is you're going to have to be willing to sacrifice a few things if you are going to sleep train. And- We've all done this, right, Lauren? Yes, yeah. (laughs) Like missing the play dates or going home early from the play dates. Right, just watching the clock that kind of be like, I've got to get going. Right, there becomes, and I say this is pretty much crucial in like the early months when they really do require so much sleep in those early early months. And when you read about the science behind it, it is truly like their brain is processing so much. Mm -hmm. Like everything that they see around them when they're sleeping, their brain is categorizing it and it's processing all of this data that's coming into their brains. All the new things. It is. And so you do, they need so much sleep that you really do have to make it a priority for your family. And do keep in mind, it's only really the first three months, I feel like, where they are needing like three naps a day. Yes. And you are needing to be home, but it's so worth it. It, it is, is so worth so it. So worth it. So be willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. some social things. Um, okay. And like I like I kind of mentioned, as they get older, it does become so much more flexible. Right. Don't you agree? Yes, yes. Like after you have established the sleep pattern, I feel like you are able to miss a nap here and there or yes. stretch it out a little longer or whatever. You know what I mean? So like I mentioned, I'm really just going to be sharing my experience and what walk- What worked well for me. And a huge part of that was Babywise. Yeah. And um, I'm going to give a really brief overview of what Babywise is and how it works. So you know this, Lauren. Lauren's actually the one who introduced it to me. Do you remember? I probably did. Oh, you know, baby
0: wise, everyone talks about it.
1: I need to read it. (laughs) Which I had not heard of it because going into my first, my daughter, I had not even thought at all about sleep training. I don't even think I knew what the term sleep training was. Oh, and I think that is like, I think at baby showers now I'm like,
0: Figure out your sleep like now. Like, yes. oh my gosh. Like no one tells you. No one tells you. And we've said this before. I, we both kind of messed up on our first babies. Yeah. Because we just did not realize or understand like how crucial this was and yeah. how crucial it was to like figure out from the get-go. No one tells you that. It's no. just like first baby, you're so excited. What did you get? Like, but no, it's like, hi, we need to talk about what's important here. You need <laughs> to sleep train your baby.
1: Yes. And so um again, so what baby wise is, is it's like a a methodology essentially and it's based on a sleep eat wake schedule okay uh-huh. now this might not sound weird to you but when you think about it most people actually eat sleep and then wake okay so they flip the eating and sleeping so essentially what it's doing is it's not allowing you to nurse your baby to, to sleep, sleep. Which okay. Is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Or feed them a bottle or a to bottle sleep. to bed. Yeah. That's Anything. not a, that's
0: not a good system.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the whole method is around when they wake up from their sleep or rest, they're eating right away. They're right. having their milk right away when they wake up and then they're having their wake time on a full belly and you're laying them down for their sleep. Awake without, yes. well, I, I say awake. They're like, drowsy they're ready right. to go to bed but they're not being without any to aid. Bed. right yeah to to get them there right they, and so they're gonna do it on their own this is the most crucial part of the whole system yeah. because i feel like with my daughter just like any mother I was nursing her to sleep I was cradle rocking her to sleep and that's all the, of if it. not nursing rocking yeah like moms think
0: they have to literally
1: like rock and bounce that baby till their eyes are closed yes. or settled like no oh my gosh well I can literally remember like the second I would lay her down in her, I would like she rock cried. her. Yeah, I would rock her and rock her, and I'd kind of slowly start to slow down. I would kind of slow down and I would get still. And then I would slowly try and put her down in her crib. And the second she hit the pillow, <laughs>
0: or like how many of us have had that crawl of shame, yes. literally, where you're like, oh, I'm here and here. And then like moms, I like will literally crawl yeah. out of the room so they don't wake them up and it's like no it is so much easier than that it can be so much easier than that
1: it can be so much easier because i did
0: that i did that crap with tristan oh my gosh i did that i made all the no no mistakes and i will say and, and then i'll let sarah take over i remember the first time i laid him down and walked out of the nursery and closed the door and i didn't have to do some 45 minute production nursing rocking the song anything It was freedom. Like we said, it was freedom. Like I was like, this is how it's supposed to be. Cause I couldn't take one more day of that. It's not one more.
1: It's life changing. I can just remember being so at my wits end about it. Yeah. Just like sleep deprived. And I was not taking to nursing. Like I was not. It wasn't her. I felt so like not grasping the nursing thing and like all of it. And then to have her not want to sleep or be away from me at all she just wanted me all the yeah, time yeah it was so hard and so it's that's when I yeah. set out to like figure it out <laughs> yep. you know yeah so when I started with Kate she was six months old I think Tristan was nine like, yeah nine or ten I he feel like was you older. started at nine yeah so Kate was like six months when I started and so that's the other thing with Baby Wise. if you have an older child it can still work the book clearly says that the method can still work it's just going to be harder okay and it it is and it it is but yeah so the earlier that you do start the process the easier it will go because honestly they know no different you know what i mean it's their life as they know it and Mm -hmm. and but i will say when you're having to like retrain or re reset the boundaries and stuff like that it is much harder right Um, but it can be done if you stick to it okay so that's the main overview is baby is sleeping eating and then being awake okay another crucial part of the system is wake time and what they call wake time is anytime the child's awake so in the early stages of when baby is really little that wake time is just going to be for eating, okay? Right, right. So like like you said, babies sleep all the time. They don't really have a window of actually being alert and looking around. It's literally like sleep. You know, we do oh, the 45-minute yeah, totally. production of feeding and, yes, and feeding, burping right, and changing and all, all of things. it. Um, and so that really is your wake time. But as they start to get older, um, wake time becomes a much more important activity. And they talk a lot about using wake time to really try and stimulate your child's brain, like get them outside, get them active. Don't just sit them in front of a TV and let them have like lazy time. Get them playing with toys, you know, things like that to where they are actually tired when they go down for their next nap. So exactly. I could talk a lot more about that. Um, but maybe on stories or something. We'll do that later. Perfect. Okay. And then the next part I want to talk about is just kind of the basics of what your baby's room should look like. And what I mean by that, and it does not have to be a full room. My third Luke, he slept in my closet for two years. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it, don't think I'm talking about some fancy nursery here. Like I'm really not. But so what I mean is for me, it means it's pitch black and that could be a closet. It can be a room where I did trash bags on the window or the blackout curtains or whatever. Right. Um, We always have some sort of white noise going on. I use a fan, like a box fan. You use a machine. Yeah, A sound machine. Right. Yeah. So it's to whatever you like, I guess, but some sort of like white noise to drown out the, the daily sounds that are out there. Um, And then I am a huge, huge let me say it one more time, a huge believer in swaddling. Yes. Huge. Okay, people. And what I mean by swaddling is arms down. Yes. And tight like a burrito. Okay.
0: I forget. Did you use the Velcro wraps or did you just use a swaddle?
1: So my first two, I just did the blankets. Yes. And then I started with the swaddle me's, the Velcro. Yes. On Luke. And I did love those. Um, But I did a lot of research on swaddling because I remember when somebody talked to me about it with Kate. I thought it was so inhumane. I'm like, no, this seems so weird. One
0: at the and remember at the hospital when they're like newborns, they tied them so tight. I remember those nurses being yes, no, but like putting like their like arm into it. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean by it.
1: Yes, that's what I mean by swaddling. Like they are a tight burrito. Yeah, and I can remember somebody because my daughter again. I started at six months. She was so hard, and somebody mentioned swaddling to me, and Mm -hmm. I was like. What that seems so weird. You're like putting them in a straitjacket or yeah, something, right? But there is some sort of magic that comes with swaddling, yeah. and what I mean by that, and I, I, it's in the Happy Sleep Habits book or the Healthy Sleep Habits book, but it's arms straight down by their side. So some people say you can do one at a ninety degree angle, but I always did arms straight down, straight down, yeah, and tight enough too. to where they cannot get out. Yeah. And so, I don't know what that is. Well, I have read a lot about it. I won't go into a lot of detail here, but essentially, you're recreating the womb for them. They want to feel secure, and they don't like like the boundlessness. Well, and isn't it they can't
0: control their reflexes right. too? They always do that, like yeah, bounce the that jerky twitch thing. where their arms literally. And when they do it, it's like all four limbs go straight up in the <laughs> air, and it like wakes them up, yes. and it startles yeah. them, and yeah. so
1: it's like. That, you know, this prevents that. Yeah. No, it does. And as they get older, you, you do. You let the arms out and then you just swaddle the body. You kind of slowly start to undo the swaddle. Yeah. But I do feel like it makes them feel very secure. Safe. Yeah. And very safe and like almost kind of recreates that womb feeling. right? And so, like I said, guys, I will do a swaddling tutorial on Instagram. I am a huge believer in the swaddle. Huge. Well, and even like
0: you were saying, are you mentioning going to mention the Dakota or your yes, yes, too? absolutely. So
1: I was saying to Lauren before we hit record like how honest should I be? (laughs) No, yes. Tell them your towel trick. So what, because I know again, everybody's like, don't put any blankets, no pillows, no no crib bumpers, no nothing. Like with our generation, it was like nothing. You have the mattress and a sheet and that's it. You know what I mean? But honestly, if I'm being honest, I would roll up kitchen towels like into a roll. Um, and I would put them on each side of my swaddled baby. Right. Okay. And what I did that I did it mainly to like just make her feel safe. Secure, and yeah. Like, right. There. Like she because I did it in is, one of the books I read it talked about they don't like feeling like there's too much too openness. Vast. Yeah, yeah. The vastness vast of, it. of it. Yeah. They're so used to the womb and it's like so the tightness tight. and the security that comes with that. They don't they want to fill boundaries right? like really bad. They like that. And so I started with the kitchen towels with my first. And honestly, I would kind of rotate them each night to where their head would not get lay flat. Yes, totally flat. lay flat and not a lot. You guys like not side sleeping, but I would kind of just, just like, slightly yeah, tilt. So and... never got too much. So anyway, as I'm saying this to Lauren, she goes, well, they have something out now that's like that. And what's it called?
0: It's the dock Oh my gosh. You literally just made us sound like 70 year old women. No, but I think the dock is like so popular I and it's been around but it wasn't with our even no. a two or three years ago when no. we were having babies so but the daca i feel like does that it's like this little almost tube like bassinet boat where it's like so tight and yeah. like they just have those little round and it does it holds them it in, just does makes that same probably thing. feel secure yeah and it's probably nice for moms too so they're not like rolling or rolling to their side they're just like tight Yes. So, yeah. So, I, I <laughs> that, that was a huge
1: part of mine. And even when baby was in my room in a pack and play, I did that same thing. I, yeah. That's you perfect. know, I did. And I also had one of those, what do you call the little sleeper things that was kind of angled? Do you know what I'm talking about? It, it kind of rocked. The mamaroo type thing. Yeah. And I'm not remembering what it's called. Anyway, I used one of those. Um, yeah. With my first two. But come my third, I was a lot. More strict about the sleep training because I felt like I started to depend on the motion too much. Oh, well, uh, With okay. my first two, yeah, yeah. where they almost wanted to be in the mamaroo and be in Rocky. the swing. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is becoming a sleep prop yes, to some degree. Right, right. And so with my third, I just started out hardcore. Totally. Like, we're swaddling, we're going down in bed, and we're sleeping. And he totally has been traditional. my best sleeper. Has he been your oh. best? Luke's your best? Oh really? Well, Landon or Luke, one of the two, but oh. yeah. So um, so yes. So that was the other thing is make sure the room is dark enough, you have white noise, do that swaddling, and then have some form of a dock-a-tot. Yeah Dock-a-tot, Right. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure. Um next I was gonna say while we kind of brought up sleep props, so the whole method around baby wise or any sort of method like this is you're trying to train baby to put themselves to sleep. Mm -hmm. That's the whole purpose, to not nurse them to sleep. Don't use a binky to go to sleep. Like all of the things. Don't let the motion, like I said, mine started to get dependent on the motion and the swing. Let them just be able to lay down, get quiet. Self-soothe. And soothe themselves. Yes, that Mm -hmm. is the goal, right? So um, how do you feel about binkies, Lauren? You tell me.
0: I don't mind them. Um, I three out of four of mine. My, my daughter was the only one that didn't take one, and I I like them. I like using them when I need something. When I'm in the bind and there there's nothing to settle them, or in public or at church, keeps them calm. But it is a dependent. There, You do run into the problems when they sleep. If they fall out, then does it right. wake them? Luckily for my kids, it, it really wasn't to that extent. Like if their binky fell out, they would not wake up and cry. But in that case, I could see it definitely being an issue. Right. Yeah. And then obviously down the line when you have to like take it away from them, there's definitely that kind of issue, breaking the habit. But um, other than that, I do like them. You like the I, binky. I, but I can see, I I definitely can see the other side too. Well,
1: it's so funny. So my experience with the binky, my first two, I did not allow the binky because again, I was looking at it. Well, Kate never took to it as a baby, so I didn't really worry about it, but Landon did as like a newborn, but then I took it away really early because I didn't want him to have a prop, right? Yeah, right. So my Luke at six months, if you remember, he finds an old binky in my house and becomes a binky baby at 6 months. Yes, that is so crazy. Dying. Yeah, I remember that. And it was it was hard for him to break. It was like yeah. really a hard hard thing. So, I would caution you if your child is able to be without the binky at all, I would say Do that to save yourself some trouble, but then there's no harm. Yeah. Have its balance and limits and not
0: like every second of every day, but right. I mean, there is like, I mean, but if you don't babies and if you
1: need it, then do it. And if you don't mind the break, breaking the habit down the road, then you're totally fine. So, um, okay. Let's talk about moving baby into their own space Mm -hmm. or their Mm -hmm. own room. It could even be with a sibling, wherever baby is going to end up. What do you feel like the right age is?
0: I probably around the three to four month mark is when I did it. I probably, to be honest with my first, it was probably closer to like six months just because, yeah. again, I didn't know what I was doing. He was my first. We didn't want him too far. And then my second was second and third for twins. So they were out pretty quick by probably oh, that, three nice. or so months. Yeah. And then... um and then, oh, yeah, Caleb was probably about the same, my last. Yeah.
1: but So I feel like with mine, Kate moved into hers about three months. And then it got shorter and shorter for each of my boys. Yeah, yeah. By the time I had Luke, I think almost when I brought him home, it was like two or three weeks. Yeah. And mainly it had nothing to do with him again, he slept in my closet. It wasn't like I was just dying to get him away from me. I can't sleep well when he's next to me. Yeah. And I hear every little sound, every little chirp. Uh, Yeah.
0: And most moms do. Well, you're a sound sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: am. I am. You are. I hear like everything. And so to get him like in a different space for me was life-changing. For sure. And so I feel like I did that pretty early, but as I was kind of freshening up on my facts for this episode, I have to read you what the American Academy of Pediatrics just put out about this. They said they recommend babies sleep in the same room as if with their parents for at least the first six months of life and ideally for the first 12 months of life that is so crazy to me they want the baby to be in the same room but a separate bed and this reason is the reason for the recommendation is to reduce the risk of SIDS that's so crazy 12 months I know that's crazy that's old yeah I was shocked when I read that. I am too. And so apparently there's like a lot of debate about this online between like doctors and people kind of questioning their their recommendation here. Wow. Um, I think the common consensus among pediatric doctors from what I was able to read is that four-month mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just said that's when it really is you need to really start thinking about sleep training yeah. because they are going to start to pick up on habits at that yeah. point. So I was just kind of shocked at that. I was like, wow, 12 months.
0: Yeah, that is so That's crazy. intense.
1: So um, so anyway, just think about that, guys. If you are still having your baby in the room with you, it might be pretty life-changing to right. get them into their own little space for them as well. For, because right.
0: for their independence yes, and wars.
1: But if you think about it, I mean... As much as they wake you up, we probably wake them up. Yeah. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. And our smell and all of it, like they're just aware of us. Aware. So, for sure. Okay. So again, that's like a super high overview. Um, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit high level about it. Um, if you have any questions for me, I'm sure you do. I wonder oh, Well, and it's such like a deep, huge co- conversation. It's such a really huge is. conversation. I'm very happy to share sample schedules. I could put those out there. I mean, you guys, I documented down to the minute. I'm not even kidding. Like for all of my babies, I had their like schedules documented. So I'm happy to share or help if you're having any kind of problem. Um, hit us up on Instagram and yep we can talk sleeping. Um, but before we wrap up really quick, I want to talk about common common problems you're going to face with sleep training. Okay. And this comes regardless what you do, like you're going to run into these right. things. Uh, but
0: yes. It's not, a, it's not a smooth road always.
1: No. The first one is going to be an overtired child. Yes. And what that means is it's like too much stimulation you've you've let bedtime creep over yes. a little too many nights you, or
0: you miss that little window of opportunity yes. when they are in a routine and a schedule i feel like you have a window and yes. if you move past it they get overtired they get yes. over cranky they fall asleep in the car yes and then you're screwed it's yes. like all the things so yes that Careful.
1: overtiredness. Yeah. Be yeah very cautious of that mm-hmm. like lauren said you have a window and that window is typically 15 minutes before or after is what Wise says. Um, and you do have to hit it or yeah. you're going to suffer. I know. <laughs> you're going to pay for it. The next one is overstimulation. Over-stimula- and what that means is like all of the, the the toys and the the light shows in the room and all of that, they don't need all of that. They don't need the music. They don't need the star shows and all of that business. Sometimes it can just be too much. Right. You know? Right. In addition to that, which we talked about last week, is television. Television can very much overstimulate a really young baby. Yeah, um, and it can affect them having a good nap. You okay. know, during the day. Yeah. Um, let's talk really quick about falling asleep in the car. My no. kids have never, ever been car sleepers. Yours kind of are, right? Yeah, they. they yeah, or were.
0: Well, and like with Caleb, like when I would. Or even when we got rid of the nap, like if we were in the car at like 3 p.m. At any time later, he would definitely fall asleep. And even just when they were little and little like invents, you know, they were, yeah, we were in the car, they would fall asleep. And especially if it was close to nap time. Yeah.
1: And do you feel like they transferred well? 50-50. 50-50. Sometimes
0: yeah. we got lucky and sometimes we totally blew it. Yeah. And then nap time was kind of a bust that day and that was the worst. It is the worst. Ah. Oh my gosh. When you've when you've enjoyed the beauty of the nap. Right. And- <laughs> Well, and you know that it's like, this should have been yeah. my time. And then we just kind of missed it. I and now know. they're cranky and they won't go back to sleep. I know. And then at, at least, you know, okay, in turn, they'll go
1: to bed early, but it kind of just throws you off. Yeah, it totally does. And then to wrap up, I just want to talk about, again, this whole thing was very centered around scheduling your sleep for your child but really just making it work for you. And what I mean by that is, we're not saying it has to be a 7, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Like, right. if you have a, a job and you don't get home until 6 p.m. or something, absolutely adjust the schedule and like make it fit for your family. Right. You know, have baby be up until nine or 10 o'clock, but then adjust it to where they're sleeping longer in that dark room and all of that. And then once they get older, you can kind of work your way down to like an eight o'clock bedtime and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And so I just don't want to make it sound like it's a regimen, like you have to be ran by the clock. I think it can definitely work for all types of Family situations, jobs, Mm -hmm. all of it. You just have to get a little bit more creative. Right. You know? Um, Okay. Well, that is my sleep rundown. Very high level. There is so much detail we could go into here. But I just want to encourage all of you. I can remember if you're struggling with sleep, it is so exhausting. It is exhausting. It's so hard. And I feel like if I could say anything... It's to use those first six to eight weeks to just learn about your baby, right? learn their character, because isn't it so true? Like each child is so different different. and they have different needs. Right. Just take that window to like figure out how you're going to apply it. Do they need the swaddle? Do they not? Like all of the things. And then just use your intuition because at the end of the day, you can read your baby. You know what's best. And just follow that. So, okay. Hopefully, this offered a few little tips, and keep up the good work, Mom. I know.
0: Keep trying, because it can keep be trying. so hard and discouraging. I and know. just yeah, find what works for you. It is, it and is it will, so worth it. Though, I know moms. it's so worth
1: it to have a, a baby that sleeps. It's so worth it. And I, I wanted really bad to talk about the forty-five minute nap intruder. We don't have time for it, but I'm going to do that on another episode. Yeah, like a little. Because it can definitely be its own segment. There's something if any of you have faced it, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's at that 45-minute nap mark where baby is just awake and won't go back to sleep. Yeah. And how to deal with that. So maybe part 2 next week. Yeah, part 2. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll hit on that. Okay, well let's wrap up with our hits and misses of the week. Lauren, what was your hit?
0: My hit was probably, um, I got to go out of town with George for a few days and kind of celebrate my birthday, sightsee, visit my sister. So it was a little bit of everything. Where did you go? It was so fun. San Francisco. Yes. And I've been there. He has not. So it was like fun to do just like all the fun sights, And it had been a while for me. So it was just a really fun trip with perfect weather. Tell us your number one thing. Oh, or that you
1: did or ate or whatever.
0: That's hard. Um, well, we ate these pastries, these breakfasts. We went to breakfast at this pastry shop. It was, oh my gosh, delicious. And they had like a quiche. And they we got a few different things. And they're like a... A banana nut pastry and a chocolatey one, like they were all just to die for. Okay. I would go back every day. Go for the pastries, um, um, and awesome. then biking the bridge
1: was just so fun. Yes, we just you yeah. know tried to do just lots of different things, but it was it was a good time. Oh, that's awesome. Well, mine's like an old lady hit, but I mean, oh, this I'm is a good one it. for you though. Um, I have been having like chronic neck pain, you guys, neck and shoulder pain from yeah. like typing on the computer too much at my job, and just stress. I feel like I carry okay, yeah all that stress all in my shoulders um and i found a pillow <laughs> i know i'm so glad my hit is my new pillow it's a tempur-pedic and this is not an ad it's a tempur like memory foam whatever oh, and it's life-changing i'm so glad i've only slept on it two nights and both mornings i woke up feeling not in pain Really? It was incredible. It was so no pain. Oh
0: my gosh, that's great.
1: Incredible. So, so good. Go temper Peter. So good. There's a free plug. Um okay, what's your miss?
0: My miss would probably be this week I was really trying to buckle down on getting homework done before any privileges, yes. all the things like that. I was really trying to stay consistent. I had some signs in my kitchen. Did you really? Yes, I was like, no TV, no friends, no football, till homework's done. And so I kind of just like, I feel bad because I kind of blew it. I had asked my oldest to do his chore and then make sure his room was clean and then he could play and hang out. That's a good mom. Yes, and so anyways, I know I'm calling him out, but I just, I got so frustrated. He said his room was clean. And he might have picked up like two things, but he Uh. did not clean his room. And you know... I just really did not think he'd have the nerve to be dishonest or like whatever, fudge it so he could go outside and he ended up going to a cousin's house. Anyways, I went upstairs finally later and that room was so not clean Oh and no. I was so upset. I was so mad and he had already left to a friend's and I was like, ah, oh, why did I not come up here and check and follow through because I've just really been trying to kind of yeah. like reconstruct my week and really stay on top of these things and so... So I just felt so deflated. Yes. And so, you know, obviously just betrayed by him that he would be <laughs> dishonest to me. And, you know, in his eyes, he's like, I cleaned up some stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. This room was still, lo- the- I remember all these things and they were still all on the floor. Right. And so I was just super upset. And yeah. so anyways, it was just, it, just, I, it was just a bad miss. One of them. I mean, I just failed on not I should have followed through and checked. I just felt like he did the wrong thing and then my daughter saw I was upset and I was like to and dad and bring go get him, eat whatever. You know, she's up there cleaning his room for him. Oh, my gosh, stop. Yes. And I go and I wanted to be like, thank you so much. But I'm like, no, don't clean his room. He has to clean it. I know. So I'm like, thank you, Emily. Bless her. So, So, no, it was just like a stupid, and it just happened like a day ago. So it's just still
1: fresh. And I'm just like, shoot, I thought we were going good here. And then we dropped it. So, yeah. Oh, I feel you, girlfriend. Um, Well, my miss is... (laughs) I guess funny, depending on how you look at it, I yes. don't know. I made the we don't say stupid in my house, but I'm about to say it, so mute it. um I made the stupid decision. it was just straight up stupid of me to take my three children on a Friday evening at like five o'clock to hobby lobby, <laughs> like yes, not smart, yes, and really not smart i went shopping for christmas ornaments <laughs> yes yes oh and no. so what i mean by that is I, as we're in the ornament aisle um i tell the kids okay you can each pick one ornament out for your room because there's so many cute ones yeah i mean there there's, are so many there's like the the dog everything and, oh every, there's so many every
0: hobby every interest oh my gosh. every place
1: oh and it like captivated their attention for a good 10 minutes just oh. like looking at them all but I kid you not, Lauren. I'm not exaggerating, which I can do sometimes. I'm not exaggerating. We walked out of that store having broken four ornaments oh, and one snow globe. Oh, I'm no! not I'm, kidding. You poor
0: thing. I, I'm
1: sorry. Oh. I'm not even kidding. And so when my son, my littlest, broke his fourth ornament, a motorcycle. Oh, jeez. Oh, um I'm like, no, I'm not letting you pick up another one. We are not getting it. He starts screaming, bloody oh. murder, motorcycle! Oh, no.
0: For a solid 10 minutes. No. And
1: you know Hobby Lobby, like they don't scan things like a normal store. It's They're like literally keying in the product as like you're buying it. ornaments. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, so oh, it took me like 15 oh. minutes to check out. And he's Ugh. screaming his head off the entire time and I'm just like no no oh my gosh so anyway it was just I'm so sorry. much a fail oh it was so much a fail and I had all these dreams and hopes of let's go pick out our ornaments a sweet little and moment there yeah yes. let's go do this together guys and we'll go uh, get a happy meal on the way home and there Jeez. was no Happy Meal. We went right home. I was Shoot. so beaten down. Oh, so beaten, beaten yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I feel like
0: a lot of your stories do um, circulate around store experiences. It's true, though. You, you're you're a champ to keep trying. I just, like, don't even take them anymore. I know. I just, like, I'm like, nope. I, I can't go there till I have dad home or you're at. I don't oh, know. and I have to tell you the I best just, part of it. this
1: story. Here's the best part. Luke is dressed as a Power Rangers the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And I, I had like given up trying yes. to put clothes on him yes. because he has this Power Ranger costume that he will not take oh, off. Caleb would be so proud. Oh my gosh! And so that's the most ridiculous part of the whole story is oh, we're just gosh. thrashing through ornaments all through Hobby Lobby just and a like Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, Luke. what does my life come yes, to? So I anyway, know. okay, guys. Well, that is episode 38. We hope you had some fun here with us today. If you did, please go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen and share us with your friends um we are always looking to grow the podcast and the community. So go follow us on social media at the Mom Boys Podcast. We post a lot there throughout the week. Yeah. And, and just lots of things relevant to our episode or yeah. just what's and up you can to. get to know us and hopefully yeah. we can get to know you too, because that is the one thing about the podcasting world is we don't get to hear back from I you. I know. It's yeah, one sided. So, one-sided. so yeah, we love to hear. So come engage with us and talk with us on social. We would love to hear from you. And we hope you'll be back next week. All right. Okay. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye.